Right off mother. Right off mother. Right off mother. Ooh wee. Late night edition. Late night edition. Late night edition. Late night edition. Right off mother. Right off mother. Late night edition. Late night edition. Jingling, baby. Jingling, baby. Late night. Late night. Late night. Late night. Jingling, baby. Jingling, baby. Late night. Late night. Jingling, baby. Jingling, baby. We always. Jingling, baby. Jingling, baby. We always. Jingling, baby. Jingling, baby. We always. We always, we always right off mother. Know. Right off mother. Right off mother. Right off mother. He went down 16 steps and three. <laughs> I swear to God. He went I down wish. 16 steps and he only had one shoe I on. Wish, I wish I, wish I should. I wish I would have seen that. Oh my goodness. I think it was better left unseen. Man, <laughs> that I dream a genie appearance that or disappearance at that. <laughs> I'm convinced he didn't touch a single step. Man, that's crazy. <laughs> Flew down the bitches. That's enough. <sighs> it is Ladies 35 taking over the palace. Tonight, we want to welcome y'all. It's your girl, Nola, Nubian queen with knowledge to bring. Who else do we have? It's me, Big Mama Ouch. You know, we in this bitch, and we in this bitch lit. <laughs> What it is, what it ain't. It's your girl, dark and lovely, the dark and the baby, the sweet and the juice. Boop, boop, boop. And last but not least, keeping it simple and sweet, it's your girl, Ari. I love it. We are in Pillow Talk, ladies. And as we continue this journey of just unraveling ourselves and just finding out about ourselves, we all took something called an attachment quiz. And what that is, if you do not know, it's basically questions that ask you about yourself in regards to how you react or interact with your romantic partner or with your family. So of that or with that attachment, there are four styles. I'm going to go through them real quick and then we're going to go through our results. The first style is called anxious preoccupied and what that is is a relationship can often make you feel anxious unsafe or insecure because you likely have subconscious fear of abandonment as a result you seek more closeness in your relationships and can feel afraid if you sense a loved one is pulling away so that's anxious preoccupied stay with us because it's gonna get good the next one is fearful avoidant what that is, is relationships can feel chaotic, confusing and overwhelming because you swing between being avoidant and anxious. So it's like a hot and cold type thing. The third one, dismissive avoidant, is intense emotions that can feel overwhelming and cause you to pull away from others. You may find yourself withdrawing from arguments or triggering situations. And the last one is securely attached which is you often feel comfortable and at ease in relationships 
You're also good at communicating your needs and feelings and feel open to vulnerability in your relationships. So there are four results. There are four of us. Bitches, what did y'all get? Who want to go first? Well, me and Andrea could go first. <laughs> We can, we got the same results. Okay, okay so y'all got the same results. We what did. were y'all results? Uh, the anxious preoccupied. Yeah. It, it, it described me to a T. So just to run it back, anxious preoccupied where relationships can make you feel anxious um, because you have a subconscious fear of abandonment. Mm. Who hurt you? Bullshit. Who hurt you? A lot of people. Damn. Let's be honest. I'm a Pisces. That's all I'm going to say. So I'm going to ask both of you because you have the same answer. Does that or do you feel like that impedes on the relationships that you build, that you form, both romantic and just like with your family? Yes. Are you anxious about losing those relationships or are you anxious about being I guess ultimately by yourself yeah I mean obviously yeah because I'm the kind of person that's like I'm a I'm a giver 100% all mm -hmm. so it's like I'm always gonna look out for my people so of course I'm gonna be you know fearful that one day they may not be there as much and that's gonna make me really sad okay same with me because one of the thing is that when we feel like someone's pulling away mm -hmm from their space or once their space it's like triggering like no, no 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 like you want your space maybe you're trying to leave me so like we like get really close to them so like i don't when it comes to my family i don't think of them like leaving me mm -hmm. but i do think about like my mom dying and leaving me oh. and i thinking about that makes me like really nervous because i don't because i always joke around and say like if my mom goes down i'm going down with her mm -hmm. Like, if she bury me next to my mom because I feel like my life is no, it's no longer present because she's not in my life. Yeah. And so, same thing when, if I was to get in a relationship, I take that, like, to an extent. Right. And, and I grasp it too early to where I'm, like, already attached to them. So, when they leave, you're going to be the one that has to break up with me. I can't be the one to break up with you ever. Mm. Wow. Ever, because yeah, I'm, I'm too attached to you. I'm the same way. I am not a breaker upper kind of person. Like, yeah. I will stick around for you name it, because uh -huh. I'm just. So, your fear of abandonment would, I don't want to sound like harsh, but do you think that that's a crutch for how you interact with? either somebody you're trying to grow into something like serious with, or even sometimes with your family, because ultimately as much as we don't want to hear it, we all die and we're all going to leave sometime. Our parents prayerfully and hopefully before us, because they don't want to bury us first. That's backwards. So does that cause you to, kind of self-sabotage at times mm -hmm. and how um because i've been told that you need to give me space you're always on me you're always like give me space and mm -hmm. like i feel like it's healthy to have space in relationship because if you're always on top of them 
they're gonna want to like move away from you because you're always on like can you like get off of me it's natural for people to have space but it's like the moment you have that space it's like to me you don't want to be with me or you don't want to be around me like when i'm with my family i'm like we we gotta touch like i'm always Mm. touching somebody because it's a sense of comfort that's why your ass is always touching me. <laughs> I just t- touch, touching you. Everybody. She's you for don't people touch me. who aren't watching the video, she's touching her right now. <laughs> I'm just a touchy feely type of person. And that's how I sense that you're there, and that's how I sense that I'm safe. Mm. That makes sense. So it's a safety thing for you. I don't think it's more so you being in fear that you're gonna be alone mm. more. Or as much as you just want to feel safe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm, I'm a touchy kind of feely person too. I be touching my man all the time. <laughs> Since the day I met him, touching him all the time, 24-7. <laughs> That's one. Okay, so that was, what was your result? Anxious, preoccupied. Preoccupied. Okay. A-R-I. Okay. Miss what were simple. your results? Miss Simple and Sweet, Miss mm-hmm. Ari. Um, my results are dismissive and avoidant. So you want to read it? Yeah, I'll give some back information. Dismissive, avoidant. Intense emotions can feel overwhelming and can cause you to pull away from others. You may find yourself withdrawing from arguments or triggering situations. This need for independence can cause challenges in your relationships and inner conflict for you because deep down you want to connect with others. Oh, I didn't read the last one. Girl, I read the whole thing. I gave a snippet the first time. Okay. (laughs) So I don't know about the very last sentence, but I can say um, when Miss Dark and Lovely is talking about like if she's with someone who wants their space and she can't understand it, that's where I run into a lot of my problems in relationships because I want my space mm. a lot. Like, even if I like this person, right. um, and I should like this person if we're dating, but there's, there's going to be more times than not where I would prefer to just spend the night alone and then I'll see you in the morning. Um I don't know about the I don't know about the back end of that that uh, that down you want to connect with other people. Yeah, I don't know about that. I do feel like I have dated people where I feel like I don't want to 100% settle down because what if there's better out there? Oh. So, I don't know if maybe that is a if that is a big part of why I can't really connect 100% with people. I wouldn't be surprised if Red that flag. might be a reason. <laughs> that you want wow. Of commitment. Yeah. That's what that sounds yeah. like. But I also, I've said before that like you'll commit for like the right one. Like if, if you're a person who likes to spend a lot of time on your own, mm-hmm. but you find the right person where I used to want to spend all my Friday, Saturday, Sunday nights by myself, I might, oh, it, it feel it would feel most right if I'm with them. Mm-hmm. I think it just depends on who you're with, but you want a companionship. Seems like I think everyone wants companionship. Well, there's a difference between a relationship and companionship. Companion so, a companionship is just someone that you can hang around, chill, vibe with, you know. But you still do your own thing, I still do my own thing. We're not 
one-on-one you're not dating other people i'm not dating other people right that's what a companionship is so i don't know and there's nothing wrong with it you can have a companionship because there's more and more people realizing what type of relationship best suits their style i feel like until i feel like i'm in the in-between right now where i don't know which type of relationship best suits my style i also don't 100% know what I want. So I would agree with you in the fact that right now I want companionship. Okay. Don't want a full-blown relationship. Like I still want to have my time to be my time. And I'm also weird about opening up to people being super vulnerable. Mm -hmm. Because if I know that I just want companionship right now, that means you might not be here in three years. And so why would I let you in on everything in my life if you're just going to go out into the world with my information? So I'm going to ask you this, because one of the one of the highlights for dismissive avoidance is intense emotions can feel overwhelming and can cause you to pull away. Do you feel like once those relationships start to get intense, you kind of be like, hold on, pause, either you're moving too fast or Mm -hmm. this is just too much for me? Yeah. So uh, 1000%. One of the questions that I answered very honestly in that uh, attachment questionnaire was, do you set your boundaries? Mm -hmm. And for me, I set my boundaries right up front Mm -hmm. so that that way, if anything happens two months, three months, six months down the lines, I told you from the get, I didn't want X, Y, and Z. That doesn't mean I don't like you. It doesn't mean I don't love you. I can still love you. Mm -hmm. But yeah, there are, um, I, I set those boundaries so far up front because I don't like one of my biggest pet peeves. I don't like being questioned about anything. It's like if I'm going somewhere, if I'm going to the gym, I don't want to be questioned about why I'm going to the gym 10 o'clock at night. I'm going to the gym 10 o'clock at night because I want to go to the gym at 10 o'clock at night. Right. And so something as small as a question is extremely overwhelming to me. Mm. And one of the questions, too, that I answered, which probably put me in the category that I'm in, is do you not like to make plans? Do you not like to set plans? with your significant other or family members too far in advance because you can't, commit you know. To it. Yeah. You feel like you, you have to commit to that. It, you want me to pull it up? Pull it up. Pull it I'm up. Pull it up. Because that question really made me think about how I kind of navigate throughout my life because I do like plans and I like making sure that I know ahead of time mm-hmm. what something is going to be and when it's going to happen. Yeah. That may not be everybody in this room or everybody, you know, in the world. So it's kind of amazing to see that two of us was the same. I didn't have the same one as you. Two of us were different. And kind of the results that we all have yeah. kind of mimic, mimic who we are as people. Mm -hmm. so (laughs) the question is question 22 (laughs) i do not like making social plans with others in advance i often fear being trapped by commitments Mm. with other people's now what i can say is this problem this question is a they try and trick you right 
it has nothing to do with making dates and it has nothing to do with making it there on time. It has to do with commitment issues, I think. But what were the answers or the choices that you could make? True. It, it was true. It or was false. just true or false. See, I what, thought it was one that was. But it did say commitment in that question. Yeah. It said it. So that's what it's, it's referring to. Like, yeah. are you, you're not committed to set those dates because you it's, don't. It's the commitment. I do not like making social plans with others in advance. I often fear being trapped by commitment with other people. It's the second sentence, not the first one. Yeah. The yeah, second sis, the second sentence is the one that they're trying to figure out who you are. And I answered true because to me, if I make plans with you, I'm committed and you have Well, let me find out. I mean, I'm learning something. I don't know. <laughs> like, come, <laughs> we have all had a point in time where we're like, okay, let's set a date to do X, Y, and Z. And we have said it weeks in advance. And on the day in question, when it comes up, we'll either say, oh, something came up. Oh, I have plans. So ultimately, I think we sometimes make plans to make that other person feel better because we feel like they feel like they feel obligated to invite us in on their shit. So can I tell you something? Tell me something. Even when we make plans to podcast and we commit to a date and commit to a time, I'm like, oh, <laughs> I was like, oh, commitment. Oh, I don't want it. It's so scary. Yeah, it's like, oh, I really got to do it. Like, you know, I feel so. the same way about accountability. <laughs> you, you get them butterflies. Yeah, it makes me sick to my stomach. <laughs> So Nola, hmm. you know what you Nola went over everybody's. I did. I always we want we want to hear yeah, about yours. See. So I had um, fearful avoidant, and what fearful avoidant is is relationships can feel chaotic, confusing, and overwhelming because you swing between being avoidant and anxious. Depending on the relationship, you can shift between being hot and cold often feeling confused about your feelings. Mm. You're a mixture of all three of us. You're a mixture between us. Man, I'm some meat. <laughs> <laughs> I'm some meat. That is true, though, that you are, you do have your mood swings. Cause we were point, I was pointing it out downstairs. Man, couple, you got on my ass. You need I, to get on our ass downstairs. A couple weeks ago, you just went ghost. Like, you would text her, you she do. wouldn't respond. You would call her, she won't answer. It's just like, she'll pop up here and there to be like, oh, yeah, I can do this, or oh, that's fine. Other than that, ghost. Yeah. And then you have the present, though. That's like, back to her normal self. So you do have those. But what's crazy is, like, I've done that my whole life. where. I don't know, I'll feel obligated to do something with someone because in my mind, I'm feeling like I should be honored that they asked me to go on their excursion or whatever. But in all reality, there are some times where I just want to be alone. So I think when I get to that cold, Nola, I wouldn't call it cold, but I would call it, mm, shit, help me out, bitch. Distant. Distant, okay, okay. I'll, I'll eat that one. I'll eat it. <laughs> with a capital D. Hit you with that Damn. Marvin Gaye, that distant lover. I'm, I'm going to do better. 
You have to be on my ass because there there are times where I'll get into my own head. And I've told this to my fiance that there are times where you have to tell me, get the fuck out of your own head. Damn. Because I will get so into my head with scenarios and just things will pop up and all these thoughts and whatever will have you will just come to mind. And all of it is bullshit. It's just things that I'm fabricating in my mind mm -hmm. that I'm making myself anxious about for no reason. Now, I do believe in women's intuition. I'm not going to say that that's not true. But there are times that I will go cold or distant because I'm trying to process everything that's going on in my mind. And I don't feel like I can talk to anybody because it's not real. You know what I mean? Are you in your head a lot? Are you an oh, bitch? She no, just, not she like just that. Said You're are you an overthinker? She's an overthinker. I'm analytical, so I like knowing the process and procedure for everything, just in case anything messes up. I know how to fix it. So when I go into this unknown, it just is like. I don't know what's going to happen. If I don't know what's going to happen, how can I fix it? If I can't fix it, what is going to happen? And you, if this happens, mm -hmm. da, 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 da. And it just keeps going, going. and going yeah. and going and going. And it is overwhelming. So I think people who are... Sorry, go ahead. I was going to say until you're in the sunken place. Either in the sunken place or in a place where I just have to shut everything off and tell myself, like, bitch, get yourself together. You are fine. You have this, this, this going on. You know that you know how to do this, this, this. You've done and accomplished this, this, this. So get out of your head and continue what you got going on going. And sometimes it takes days. Sometimes I guess apparently it takes weeks if y'all say y'all call Monday through Friday. I, I feel like I answer. Yeah, like I felt like I answered. That's the problem. You only answer here and there. Then you go back into your I'm in my zone shutting out the world mm -hmm. i'm in my space and then when you have like us mm -hmm. we're like oh dang she must be mad at me like i literally really i would be overthinking i overthink like when you don't talk or i feel like you're not your normal self i'm like mm -hmm. oh my god what did or i, I do? feel like you're mad at me yeah i literally like, I are you serious yes i instantly think that you're mad oh, at me i just chalk like, it up to me being a pisces though <laughs> sentimental that is not the reason. valid that's not the reason. <laughs> but that's crazy. I never thought that me not responding to how, like, you're reaching out was you guys equating it to me being upset with you. Yeah. Because we're anxious thinkers. We're anxious thinkers. That is amazing. And for me, she don't care. I'm dismissive, so I'm like, so she, she on the same shit she, I'm on. Right. She don't even be in she the text. She, she, don't well. don't even, she don't even be worried. She, <laughs> she, well, she be all right. <laughs> She'll be okay. <laughs> you see, she, she tried to run for me in a dismissive person earlier. She, I don't want to read it. <laughs> so, she dismissed me. I was reading the messages, but also I'm like, to me, like, I'm not an overthinker. So if someone doesn't respond, I think that they're probably similar to me and they just got their own stuff going mm -hmm. on. She just ain't shit. They read it. They got it. They understand. I wish, I wish I was like that. My life would be to, so much easier. To me, if she showed up, she cares. So <laughs> you guys are on the end of if they don't respond back. They don't love me. You're I, on I, the I'm, end. I'm, I'm, instantly, I'm instantly running into the, <laughs> to the like, you don't answer the phone right away. Or like even I do that to Rod too sometimes. Like, hello? 
Are you mad? Yeah, instantly. Or like, or like if uh, if like I didn't expect to hang up and then he hangs up, I'm calling him back like, are you mad? He's like, no. <laughs> Why'd you call me again? I'm like, oh. Well, I, every I miss time, social cues. Every time, because my mom's ma. <laughs> but every time I'm on the phone with my mom and I sense something different from her voice, tone, because just... We're um we're anxious thinkers, but we analyze everything. So like, that's why we like to connect deeply because I can read your body language. I can instantly know when something's wrong with you before you even know there's something wrong with you. Oh. So I'm like that. So whenever I hear something in my mom's voice, I'm like, "What's wrong?" She's like, "Oh, nothing. I was just tired. Mm-hmm. I'm sure, what's going on?" She's like, "I'm I'm positive. I'm Ooh, okay." That's, that's how I am. Even like with my exes, I'll be like, "Are you okay? You seem off." Can I say something? Yeah. So I feel like dismissive avoidant doesn't have a good stigma on this test, right? (laughs) It's like we don't really care what people think. You know, we only, it's almost giving narcissism. Like we just want to think about ourselves. We don't care. I know. I 100, I know what narcissism looks like and I'm not a narcissist. So whenever you were talking about your mom, I think it also all depends on, um, who you're thinking about when you take the test. Like, you can do it for your family members. You can do it for your significant other. So dismissive. What was the last word? Dismissive. Avoidant. avoidant. Dismissive avoidant is going to be, that's cool with the person that I'm dating. But when it comes to my mom, I'm an overthinker. Mm. I'm an analyst. Like, okay. I'm going to, any if I have a, somebody who I'm not dating, but they're asking me all these questions and I set boundaries earlier on like, hey, this isn't this. This isn't that. This is all it is. And they're asking me questions. I'm dismissive and I'm avoidant. Mm-hmm. I told you what it is, my guy. That is what it is. When it comes to my mom, she can ask me a thousand and one questions and I'm going to answer a thousand and one questions because okay. it's my mom. So it, it just depends on who it is, I feel like, you know. And that's why they ask you in the very beginning, are you single in a relationship married? Because it's going to be based off of whatever you click on. It's going to be based off who you're thinking of at that moment. That's why they asked. But they didn't put sneaky link in there. They didn't put sneaky link. They because they don't. Them sneaky links be having you in your field. Sometimes you got to be careful. I'm just kidding. <laughs> they didn't put situationships in there. Because I'm not sneaking. entanglement. So they didn't yeah, put entanglement in there. Entanglement but in. what's crazy is the way that you overthink we take. And the way that she, I'm not going to, the way that you dismiss, I can do both. I know what you So there are times where I'm just like, oh my gosh, are you okay? And then there are some times I can shut that shit off. I don't give a And it doesn't help that. I don't care. I I don't care if you're okay or not. I just don't care. It doesn't help that I just took a test today. And y'all had 45 messages and I only sent one. You sent one. (laughs) I said, I'll see y'all in like 15 minutes. You send it on the back end at that, on the back end. And then you say you'll do when you get home, you take that little test. You came here, didn't even do it. Didn't even do it. I was leaving the gym. Avoid it. Dismissive. Avoid it. <laughs> Dismissive. Y'all be okay. <laughs> I'm an anxious, preoccupied, whatever we say. Porcupine. <laughs> I'm an anxious porcupine. I forgot what yours is. Yours is so worried. It's an anxious preoccupied. Anxious preoccupied. Anxious pre. Yeah, I'm that. So we're just too busy being anxious, bitch. Yeah. What, what do you want from 
Isn't it exhausting? Breathe. Yes. Yeah, right. It makes me feel my stomach. Some mornings I wake up and I feel like absolutely nauseous. Why? I know it's anxiety. But why are you anxious? I don't get like For that. the day? That's the girl. That's another level. You'll never just be dreading the day. Maybe it's because I hate work. <laughs> Maybe that's what it is. I think that's really because I don't. So wake be up like, God and damn, <laughs> fuck this. You got to do this shit again and again damn. and again and again. That's crazy. And that's I be crazy. thinking about it. I be I be thinking about work. <laughs> I be thinking about everything <laughs> because it's like my brain does not turn off. Constantly going. And Go running. ahead. Okay, so I, I screenshotted this question during the test. Mm -hmm. So we're going to put the link below when we Look put here. this episode out. Okay. Right? We're going to put the link for this test. But one of, the, Go ahead. one of the questions was, I generally feel invaded when my partner or loved one demands too much physical affection. And this was one of the things that I was like, Oh my gosh, 1000%. Like literally I get upset when like you're trying to touch me too much and I literally tell you like I don't want to be touched. Physical touch makes me uncomfortable mm -hmm. if I'm not the one who's giving it. But it's the Is word, everyone saying no? But it's the well, word demand. Like I like to touch other people but do I like to touch but don't touch me if I don't give you the cue that I want to be touched. So you don't it's like a, to be touched. It's a control thing, maybe. Like, that's why I don't like questions. I don't like, know. There are times you I don't, don't like accountability, Miss. I don't like questions. How can I? I can't take accountability for somebody touching me. If I don't want to be touched, I don't want to be touched. That's yeah. true. Like, it's invasion of space. It's an invasion of privacy, not to mention, like, if there are certain things, that, if, that, if there are certain things in the past and that stems from why I feel how I feel now, then yeah, we might be in a full blown relationship. And if it's two o'clock in the morning and you try and touch me and rub my booty and I'm telling you like I'm not in the mood and you keep trying, mm -hmm. I'm going to get upset. It's going to trigger me. But that's the thing in there. And the question says demands. Demands is a harsh word. Physical touch is a love language. We all know that. And we know that that's some majority of niggas love language. They like to be touched on. Me personally, I don't do the touchy feely. With my with my nine to five, I have to constantly give hugs, touch, hold hands, like give that reassurance. So there are times when I get home, I know my spouse's physical uh, or love language's physical touch, and I don't want to touch you because I've spent all day touching other people. The last thing I want to do is be touched. Do not touch me. Leave me alone. But I have to, sometimes you have to get out of that in order to love the person that you love the way they want to be loved. I think it's, it's a problem with me when it's like forced upon me. If I told you one, two, three times, mm -hmm. please stop. Like I'm not, please stop. You know, I'm walking up to you, big ass nigga, walking up to you, trying to kiss you, hold you. It's like, please stop. I already told you second time. Please, come on. I'm not in the mood. Third time. Please, I'm asking you nicely to stop. It's like, that's that's the Get point the where I'm like, I'm literally like, this is, I'm about to hurt your feelings after this, mm -hmm. and I will leave. Mm -hmm. <laughs> were you touched on and loved on by your parents? Were your parents very affectionate towards you? 
Uh, towards me, yes. Towards each other, absolutely not. So, like, my mom was very much so her love language was physical touch. Mm-hmm. And my dad, during that time, like, my mom would come up and try and hug him all the time. And he'll be like, come on, like, get off, get off of me. me. Mm-hmm. Like, he literally told her in front of, like, get off of me. Mm-hmm. And to me, it's like, oh, my God. Like, as a woman, I would never want to put myself... Are y'all, is this a therapy session? No, like we listening <laughs> no, like, damn. It's a therapy session. No, but low key, because now I feel like I probably know why I feel like that because yes. watching my mom get rejected by my dad so much. Mm. So that's probably half of it. But the other half is me just being such a, I want my boundaries to be respected so much mm-hmm. that if I tell you don't touch me in that way once, if you do it a second time, you don't care about my boundaries. And then if you do it a third time, now I'm kind of like, I actually don't want to be here anymore. I don't feel safe. Like, Mm -hmm. you don't want to feel like that around somebody that you're intimate with, that you're romantic with. So I say don't touch me once. Like, you probably got half the time after that. Like, you you could probably try half of that one more time before I'm out that bitch. Like, because niggas be thinking that shit cute. That shit is not sweet. You don't know what people done gone. Like, you're attached. Everything that you just said fits exactly with your attachment style. You built up boundaries because you are too afraid to get close to somebody because you've seen your parents not and end up being together for a very long time. So you deflect because you don't want that based off what you've seen. So you put up those walls so no, nobody can ever break them but you. And you can take accountability for yourself, but you can't. You don't want you can't blame somebody else because you feel like if you blame them, it's because you never set the boundaries for them to understand. And I could never blame them. I can't blame you if I already set the boundaries. Mm -hmm. I can't blame you or no, I can blame you. I can't blame myself if I set the boundaries Mm -hmm. early on. There's times where like, oh, my God, y'all, it's so unnecessary. I'll be talking to somebody and then like. Two months in, like, I'll feel the need to tell them, hey, I don't like to be touched if I don't want to be touched. Mm. Um, I don't like kissing. Like, don't kiss me. Like, I'll set all these boundaries. So if somebody breaks them, I'm just, maybe this is, you know what, this is why I'm single. Take away the maybe. But I mean. <laughs> I, it, 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 the test was supposed to see, like, for single ladies, because I saw a lot on TikTok, mm. why you're single. What are your attachment styles? Because it explains, like, I'm too emotionally attached. Like, I mm-hmm. want, which is why I'm single, because a lot of men don't want that. Right. They want somebody that can give them space, which is why a lot of my relationships has failed, because I can't give someone space. The moment I give them space, feels like they don't want to be with me. But they don't, Go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, we're on two separate ends of the spectrums and I feel like men want to be in the middle yeah so like where I'm on the other end and I'm like don't kiss me in public (laughs) don't touch me in public and if I tell you one time behind the scenes in our house or we're in an apartment I tell you I don't want to be touched don't don't touch me a second time and uh if you want to leave go ahead by all means leave Mm -hmm. where Andrew's on the other side and like you're like I would think that you're everything a man would want because like he knows you're not going to leave you know what I mean like you you want to be with him and like you'll do anything for that but also a man doesn't want a woman who doesn't rely on him for that physical aspect and I won't do that but also a man doesn't want a woman who 100% relies on him for you know company quality time like 
you know, physicalness. My so top they, three. So the they just language is right there. Yeah. So I feel like they just want it right in the middle. So mm-hmm. that's we're on two different ends of the spectrum, but we're also the two single ones, the two single ladies in this podcast. Yeah, and they're so in if you want to come together, and that's what out. I was going to say. Like <laughs> Mama Ocha and myself being in a relationship. One thing that you said was um, something about having set boundaries. boundaries and having to come back months after and saying, I don't like to be touched in public like I'm reminding you. I don't know if this is true for you, but I know for me, even with me being in a relationship, there have been like two years good. And one day it's just a big fat ass argument. And it's over how either he's not loving me right or I'm not loving him right. So I say there are times where that changes. And I do firmly believe in your love language, you know, changing and everything. But expressing that or re-coming back to it and reiterating it even months, two months, three months. I think that's you just expressing how you want to be loved. There's nothing wrong with that. And if he, he, they don't honor that, then you see who that person is. But I don't think going back and continuing to say, hey, you know, I, I hate when you have your underwear on the floor. Stop doing that shit. And three months later, that shit's still on the floor. It's not negating or you don't have to not say anything. Keep saying it because you're saying this is how I'm loved. This is how I want you to love me. If you can't do that, then I know I can't break down those walls or feel secure or feel safe or be hot and cold. So I think it all encompasses that niggas need to do more. (laughs) And they need need to take this test. And I, I will say, like, boundaries... I feel like boundaries aren't meant to be broken, but they can be lowered. They can be let down. Okay. So for me, like I've been in a situation before long term where I'm like, I don't like physical touch. Mm -hmm. That's a different conversation for a different time. I don't like physical touch that much. Right. Makes Mm -hmm. me uncomfortable. You know, whatever. I don't like PDA Mm -hmm. at all. And I don't like answering questions. I hate questions like I was like why are you going to the gym at 10 o'clock and because I want to like I hate I hate answering like questions especially if you know I'm 100% of the time I'm not doing anything wrong Mm -hmm. so I think with the right person for you know a longer amount of time you're not having those boundaries violated you're not having your boundaries broken down but someone's you're letting your own boundaries start to go down because you feel comfortable with the person that you're with. Mm-hmm. So where at first I didn't like physical touch. Well, now you can. I'll let you kiss me in the mouth once a week. Right. <laughs> you said you can rub on my booty. Yeah. Crazy. And then. But no, listen, like with someone like me, like we're not perfect. And if someone listens to this podcast and one person can relate with me, then I'm okay with it. Cause I, I'm not perfect. Right. Like, not I definitely know, like, I'm trying to get on your level. You I'm trying to get on a neutral level, mm-hmm. but still like with times, there's been times where like, I've been in a situation before where I've been with someone for so long that, 
you know, I'm kind of walking into the room like, why didn't you kiss me this morning? Mm-hmm. And I'm not a PDA person, but right. certain people will let you kind of, certain people will dissolve your boundaries as opposed to breaking them down. And mm-hmm. so I think it just, it all depends. It depends on who you with. For the right person, you'll, you'll, your uh, attachment style will fluctuate. Yeah, that's my problem. I have no boundaries. You don't have any boundaries? Sure she does. I think her problem is she sometimes let her guards down too much, Mm. which then makes it easy for people to cross her boundaries. Mm. And she doesn't know how to speak up when her boundaries have been crossed. Is that true? That is True to the T. Because I've been there before. You grow out of it after a while. I, just so it's because you let people walk all over you. Because I'm a, pe- I'm a yeah. big-ass people pleaser. Mm. I'm a big-ass people pleaser. I will do everything under the sun to make sure everybody else is all right. And, like, say fuck myself for a second. And I also feel like when I do speak on something and I, I don't like because I'm such, like, a funny... Well, I wouldn't say I'm funny, but I make a lot of jokes. I'm very bubbly or whatever. You funny. Yeah. <laughs> when when I do try to speak my mind, other people think it's a joke and then I'm not serious. And they take you as a joke. And they and, take me as okay. a joke. I don't really and, feel too heard. And mm-hmm. I don't feel heard because they feel like anything that oh, what Andrew's saying, oh that's a joke, just don't mind her. But I'm literally telling you like I'm hurting, but you you choose not to listen to me based off who I am as a person. And so then I don't ever speak up. And then I get mistreated and misused and not loved. And I give all, never receive, and never expect to receive. So that's the thing: never expect to receive. That's a lack. Yeah, it's a lack of boundary. Mm-hmm. And it's like we could tell you all day right now, like Andrea, you got to start putting up boundaries. Or anyone who's not putting up boundaries, we got to tell you, you got to put up boundaries. But it's just words until until you're ready. Until you can respect your own boundaries, no one else is going to respect your boundaries. So I can say all day, I want this type of man who does this, who, you know, he lives on his own. He treats me well. He's respectful of his mother. He does all this. But if those are my boundaries that I set for a man that I want to be with, but I end up dating someone who disrespects his mom, he does X, Y, and Z. He doesn't care about his job. He doesn't want to progress. He's not going to respect me because I don't even respect my own boundaries. Yeah. Yeah. Food for thought. Food for thought for real. And I think it's something that all women struggle through and kind of have to grow out of because we do want to please. We do want to provide. We do want to be that safe space for because we're nurturers. That's just it's in us. Somewhere for for the majority, <laughs> I, I can't speak for for the majority. It's in us. It's so if if you do have that gene, you do have that trait. You do kind of want to give all of yourself, and we've been fucked over. You've been fucked over after giving your all, so it starts building like those boundaries and those walls. So shit. All of us have been fucked over. All of us. I don't care if you say you respect your boundaries. All of us have been fucked over. And all of us have lowered our boundaries. For shit we should have. For shitty ass niggas. Some of us might be sitting there. (laughs) I'm just kidding. 
I think it all just goes to show. I really like this test just because it told me about myself and some of the things that I do that I didn't realize that I was doing that was kind of affecting the people that I loved around me. So it kind of makes you kind of self-conscious and think, okay, how can I still be me, but also include everybody else? It's what just a do thinking. You don't thing. like about the test that I don't like. Mm-hmm. Some of the answers, like some of the choices, I would say were very left or right. Left or right. right. Yeah, it was either this or that, and there was no in between. But some of the questions were very in between ask questions. So, Angel, I thought it was a good test. It gave me a little bit of insight. Helped me understand myself just a little bit more more as to why I do the things I do. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Uh, things I didn't like about the test. One, it was longer than a bitch. 30 questions. Completely unnecessary. Girl. Girl. you That's not even an ACT test. test. Come on now. You. That was like 30 questions I'll never get back in my life. <laughs> she said she was off today. She was off when she took the test. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But I did it for you. And that's why that's why y'all the same. That's why. That's the why y'all the same. For real, for real. Yeah. All right, DNL. What do you feel? I like this shit. I gave the. <laughs> I gave the link. I dropped the link. <laughs> I like the test. You're the reason why we in this crazy ass mess today. She I is the perpetrator. Sessions. Having therapy, it's bringing up old shit. Therapy today. You, you. I feel like everyone needs to know who they are as a person, especially if you want to be in a relationship with somebody. You to understand who you are first and foremost and if mm-hmm. you don't understand what you like and don't like and who you are how are you supposed to be in a relationship with somebody else true so i felt like it was kind of like a sign that i need to take this test to like realize why i'm single because i'm not ugly I'm, i got a lot of things going for myself but what's internally right what is wrong with me that i can't hold a relationship long enough right and that test like told me everything that i was and i'm like dang do that. Mm-hmm. So this is what we not finna do. Right. But like you said, the, I dislike some of the questions because they were like either true or false. Mm-hmm. No empathy.